Hey there, KCSS listeners. This is your DJ and host, Chanel. Thanks for tuning in to my Woman in Media podcast. Now, if you've been following along with me and you listened to my last podcast episode, I did say that I was very excited for my next guest because she is an entrepreneur and you get to hear a lot about what she does, and that is CEO and founder Rachel Van Nortwick. She actually developed the dating app Vinally, which is a play on of Vinyl and Finally. I know, super cute. But this whole dating app is about instead of, you know, your generic swiping, it's really focused on finding your match based on your personal musing taste. How awesome is that? So I got to speak to her a little bit more than just the dating app, but getting to know Rachel, I got her to open up. We learned more about her personality, not just being a CEO. And we had a really great conversation, so much good laughs. So I'm excited for you to hear. So we're going to get right to it here on KCSS. I'm Chanel, and thank you for joining me on my Women in Media podcast. Thank you for having me. And I want to say big props to you for being very innovative and developing this app for single people that we desperately needed. Thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, I saw an opportunity for an app like this because of being such a huge music fan, you know, my whole life and, you know, seeing my friends and family struggle on the, you know, more traditional dating apps. And I just thought like music is so important to so many people. Why not create an app where that's at the forefront? Yeah, I was reading your reviews and you're getting praised a lot for this like excellent concept. And yes, you've heard stories about your family and friends struggling. And it's like, hey, we're so fed up with swiping. You know, now it's time to press play on a new dating app. And finally was born. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, um, we are kind of a small, scrappy team, you know, building this app and we're continuing to try to optimize it and add additional features and sort of compete with those bigger apps. But for us, you know, we just sort of remain true to the promise that it's really all about the music. So I didn't want to necessarily try to replace some of the other dating apps, right? I think that those serve a purpose for sure. But I think for people who are into music and it matters to them, either like to have somebody who has similar music taste or just to be with someone who also values music. This app is great because it's free. It's easy to use. Um, you know, we have a really quick onboarding process so you can start getting matches super quick. It's just a nice addition. And I think um, what we've seen is that, you know, they're just awesome conversations that happen around music and it's like a very positive, you know, platform. You uh, kind of mentioned, you know, people get kind of tired of swiping ultimately like doesn't make you feel good at the end of the day you know we wanted to just kind of have a completely different approach yeah it's not superficial you don't have to worry about your appearance you don't have to worry about is basically your music taste <laughs> that's true yeah but the cool thing is you know a lot of people ask or are concerned that maybe their music is too you know all over the map like too eclectic like i'm never gonna find somebody because you know, I really like like hip hop, but then I also, I like metal or whatever. And it's, and that's actually like everyone, everyone is like that. Everyone has different 
you know, music for a different mood. And, and so, you know, Violently takes all of that into account when we produce matches. So, you know, there is somebody that, you know, kind of looks at music the same way you do. But before we get into the Violently talk, I want to ask some like icebreaker questions. Sure. And so I know that you created a playlist before, but what would you add onto a playlist about like falling in love or a date night playlist? There's so many good ones. I mean, if you're trying to, this is what I would say, if you're trying to sort of woo someone, you know, I would really try to target it towards music that they're into, because that shows that you're listening, shows that you're paying attention. Um, they're immediately going to respond to it, appreciate you, appreciate listening to it. Not to say you can't throw in a few maybe that are, are more to, you know, your taste or just would be new to them. But I think definitely approaching it from, you know, what is it that they've said that they like? I personally think that for a lot of folks like the 80s resonate, it's just a period of time where people were unapologetic about like big ballads and love songs. Like, I mean, obviously have bands like, you know, Poison and Guns N' Roses who were sort of, you know, harder hard rock bands, right? That released ballads that were some of the most popular songs that they released. So I think you can basically do no harm by like having a good foundation in the 80s. So that would be where what I would definitely include. So many love songs that are actually like not even typical love songs you can throw in there. It just depends what, you know, who you're making it for. Yeah, I love that. That's great advice. And I love the 80s so much because you're talking about these like rock bands. And like my first thought was White Snake is this love. I'm like, yes, I'll be so great yes. for a playlist. I know there's so many good ones, you know, um, and it's funny because now here on the what's the oldie station, they play 80s, which cracks me up because when I was growing up, oldies, you know, was the 50s. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's like where I'm at now. But I love I listen to it all the time. Well, they're even playing for classic rock stations. They're adding 90s. So now I'm hearing 90s Green Day and 90s Weezer. What? I know. I know. I don't. I guess that term is allowed to keep changing. But for me, I reserve it for the 60s and, and 70s. And 90s rock is, is 90s rock, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that you like Rush, which is a trio band. My favorite trio is The Police. And they have that oh, song, yeah. uh, Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic. So that's like another good love song, too. And then you can't forget about the sexy sax in the 80s. Yes, right. I just saw like a Instagram post of Kenny G holding up his sax and like behind him, he's sold so many records, right? So he just has all of these platinum records behind him. And somebody's like, that's just Kenny G flexing. I'm like, a lot of people make fun of him. But he's like kind of laughing all the way to the bank, you know, Kenny G is the man he's on cameo. Have you heard of cameo? Yes. Okay. I paid him to say happy Mother's Day to my mom. So he's getting like two thumbs up from me. No way. Yeah. And he did the whole sax thing. Shame on whoever's making fun of Kenny G. I will stand up for Kenny G. What was your mom's reaction? Oh, she cried. That is so cool. I also want to ask you some questions kind of based on the questions that you see on Vinylly when you're creating an account. So what was your last concert, Rachel? So I was just at a concert headlined by Tiesto and Dylan Francis. Oh, okay. Are you collective with your music too? Are you like into EDM as well? Yes. I mean, I do love electronic music for sure. EDM and like specifically I dubstep is sort of my favorite genre. I love the drops. Like I live for that. So I am all across the board, like everybody else. Favorite genres are probably um, like rock, indie rock for the most part. 
But I love, I mean, my favorite bands are Simon and Garfunkel slash Paul Simon and the Beastie Boys. I'm like a proud defender of all that is country. So going back to the 90s classic uh, radio station, I heard Beastie Boys and I was cranking Brass Monkey. (laughs) I feel like their songs are timeless. Like seriously, you can appreciate the mixing you can appreciate i mean they combine instruments with rap they're legends now were one of the artists that you mentioned was that considered like your first purchase like what was your first purchase of music my my first purchase of music was on vinyl and it was the soundtrack to flash dance <gasps> yes what a feeling exactly i mean that song was so big and that movie was so big I actually still have the the record. Another song that you could still play now and get super excited to hear. Yeah. And then you all of a sudden want to like exercise and dance like a maniac. And I don't know if you know this, Michael Sambello, he got inspired writing that song after watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So you think of Flashdance when she's just like, you know, running in place. Yes. It's like he was writing that when he was seeing like someone getting murdered. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I love behind the music. That is so cool. How many band shirts do you have and who? Okay. Um, these are like fantastic questions, by the way. Um, I do a lot of interviews and these are not even approaching the the questions I get. So right now I have a Grateful Dead tie-dye band shirt. I have a Metallica concert shirt. I have Brandy Carlisle and I have Talking Heads lyric shirt that says uh, same as it ever was. As I mentioned, I really like how Vinyl is super unique. It's creative. And of course, who doesn't want to connect with someone else that loves music just as you do? And as you mentioned that this app is free and the only app I could think of that's kind of similar, but not quite is events and adventure where you're supposed to meet up with people and do like eventful things together. However, that is paid. It's, you know, you have to sign up for a membership. So Vinylly is free. What's the importance of the quality of the app versus like making profit out of it? Yeah. So, I mean, we are super dedicated to making the app from a product point of view, the best app possible. And I'll explain sort of the reason why not charging people for it still makes sense with that. You know, for us, like myself, I'm the founder and I have a CTO and we are both huge music fans. Like he was a former DJ producer and also studied uh, like music cognition. So music effects uh, on the brain. We're just, yeah, we're like diehard. I mean, this is an app that we, you know, would use ourselves. Right. And so we believe in the product. And so I'm self-funded. So, you know, I use my own resources to fund it. Um, but our long-term play for Vinylly isn't necessarily focused on, you know, consumers and charging as much as other dating apps charge. Ours is more on how can we work with partners? So, you know, we know we're building an audience of music consumers, right? Like super passionate music fans. So we know there's opportunities for, let's say it's a venue or it's a promoter or it's a music brand, right? To tap into our music fan base, right? 
And so we see that as an opportunity for them, you know, to advertise potentially or to, you know, uh, we have within the app the ability to buy concert tickets. Right now we're doing that for free, you know, so we're sending traffic to those folks and that's an opportunity for us to monetize. So I think it makes more sense in terms of the app. We view ourselves more as a, a brand that you actually enjoy being associated with versus like a dating app. You know, so if we can bring great experiences to our members and then pass that fee to our partners, everybody wins. They're getting something that they want. And then our users are getting, you know, great things that are, you know, coming through the app. Now, you mentioned how you are the CEO of Vinally. And for the longest time, we've seen men dominate online dating. And as a woman who created Vinally, why do you feel it's important now as a woman to like take ownership of online dating and also to let men know like, Hey, we know as a female, we also know about dating too. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, I didn't consciously set out to sort of be the woman CEO of Vinally. I mean, you know, just similar to you, right. You um, have a, a podcast which is awesome. And you're obviously like just passionate about it. And so you're like, I'm going to have a podcast, right. And the fact that you are a woman doing it is, is super badass. You know, for me, I don't, I'm not like consciously sort of trying to, you know, be the woman um, behind the dating app, but I just am so passionate about music. I have a background in consumer tech marketing. The two things kind of made sense to me. And I thought, you know, I'm going to create this, but I will say, I mean, there are some awesome, you know, women, you know, sometimes I get comparisons for the app to Bumble to Tinder, you know, and it's like a huge flattery for me. So I'm just excited to be able to be doing what I'm doing. Um, and if people find inspiration, you know, that I am a woman doing it, that's awesome. Finally is a brand. You don't want to just to only feel like it's a dating app, but you know, talking about these other dating apps, you know, how they're seen as hookup apps. Mm. What is the reputation you want for Vinally? Yeah, I mean, and some of them to different degrees, right? And a lot of people don't like to mention the apps that they're on. It's sort of like a means to an end, you know, Vinally is almost like shining a mirror on the users, right? All we're doing is basically providing an outlet for you to express your music interests. And then we're able to, you know, through our streaming partners produce back to you sort of like your music DNA, like categorizations of what you listen to and stuff. So we're just basically like kind of shining a mirror back to you. And then all we do is sort of, you know, produce the matches of, of other people who, you know, present in our, our algorithm as, as being, you know, a good match for you. So really it's just like, you know, we're kind of just hosting the party for us. You know, we think of ourselves as a music brand as well, a music community, and we want to continue to be looked at that way. And, and we want people to be proud and be able to say, oh my gosh, yeah, I had the best conversation on Vinyl or discover new music on Vinyl. And the ultimate, obviously, I met someone on Vinyl. So all of those things are positive and we just, you know, hope we can continue to keep it that way. With the rise of scammers and hackers, what do you encourage uh, users using Vinyl to reassure them about their internet safety and privacy? Super important. We have a privacy policy in place. We obviously also follow the guidelines set by both, you know, Google Play and Apple's iOS app store um, and take those very seriously. Um, within the app, users have the ability to block other users, report other users. We don't, there are rules obviously protecting children so that we require, you have to be 18 to use finally. We're going to be adding, you know, additional protections around 
as well in terms of uh, identity verification, things like that. Dating apps are used by influencers. So they can create a profile and then like, you know, you click on it and then it's sort of a link to their um, Instagram or something like that. That functionality doesn't exist on, on Vinyl. So, but I think you have to constantly be thinking about it and making sure that you are doing everything that you can um, to make it a positive platform. What new updates or features can we expect from the app? We are doing some small sort of updates, but these are things that our users have told us that they want, which is age range filtering. We are also expanding concert buddies so that, you know, whatever gender you are, you can match with whatever gender you'd like in terms of concert buddies. So those are just sort of like quick additions. Um, addition to that, we are expanding. Um, this is what I'm really excited about. We are going to be expanding the music streaming platforms that we're working with. So right now, you know, we are integrated with Spotify. We will be adding other platforms as well as building our own uh, music profile generator. So basically, if you don't stream music, some people choose to just purchase music or keep it analog. So we're going to make it possible so that literally anybody who is a music fan within a couple of minutes can create their own profile and produce matches. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because I'm someone who likes to listen to the radio because I have a radio background. And then also I like listening to music on YouTube just because I just like to see the music videos as you brought up earlier too, how you uh, went to a concert because I've seen on the social media for Vinylly that you've been doing ticket giveaways, which is fantastic Mm -hmm. idea to not only like promote your app, but like, again, you know, promoting the venue, promoting the artists. So it's a really smart way to market the app. It's fun for us to, um, you know, try to give back. Obviously, concerts were not a part of life for so, so long here. And so it's so awesome that we're back or that they're back and that we're able to you know, try to get tickets in the hands of people, especially, you know, there's a lot of people who still can't like afford, you know, to buy tickets. Plus, I mean, to be honest, there's so many concerts now. So there's like a new concert with like amazing bands every day. And there's no way that anybody could try to go to all of them. So if we can help and do some fun stuff like that, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I wish that you were based in California because I'd be like trying to enter all these concerts. But I'm actually filling out my planner, too, because I'm seeing some concerts happening as well. And I don't think I'm going to be attending a concert until like maybe late September or October. We are planning on expanding um, outside in terms of being at other concerts and working with other promoters outside of Phoenix, where Vinylay is based. Um, So look for that. So Rachel, what is a romantic date for you? That's a great great question. Um, I do have a partner who is obviously very into music. We often will go out just to see like local live music. Like if we can, you know, go somewhere, we know there's going to be live music. Like we'll choose that over something else. Easy date would include live music of some sort and some, some good food. And I'm happy with that. Honestly, I feel like I could only bond with someone over music. So I think, again, happy that you developed this app. I'm happy to be on this app as well. Cool. Well, um, thank you for including me. You're awesome. I appreciate that. KCSS listeners, give a huge round of applause to Rachel Van Nortwick, the CEO and founder of the dating app Vinally. Also, you know, give a huge applause to yourself for listening. Thank you so much. And if you're sick of all the dating apps out there, if you're new to the dating app world and you're a huge music lover like myself, well, maybe you should 
download and give Vinylly a try. And you might see someone else on there that you might recognize. Wink, wink. Anyway, I can't wait to bring on my other guest next time I come around on KCSS. And again, it's another entrepreneur and I'm super stoked that he's going to be on the show. And yes, I said he. So find out who it is. Keep following KCSS. 919 FM. Until then, hasta la vista from your host, Chanel.